You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, smrnation.com. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. Welcome back to another episode of Sexy Marriage Radio, where straightforward, honest conversations take place about whatever's on your mind Mm -hmm. as the Sexy Marriage Radio Nation when it comes to your life, your sex life, your marriage, your relationships, your parenting, your in-laws. It all (laughs) ends up mixing together somehow, right? All All seems to work off each other. Mm -hmm. So joined again, as always, by my lovely bride, Pam. Greetings, nation. And so we love that you, as the Sexy Marriage Radio Nation, take time out of your day each and every week to spend it with us. Mm-hmm. And we also love it when you call us and let us know what's on your mind. 214-702-9565 is how you can leave a voicemail in our inbox and in messages. Or you can send us an email at feedback at com with your questions and your thoughts for topics or anything you want us to cover. And then we also want to ask something of you that jump on iTunes, rate and review the show, leave a comment, help us spread the word. Uh, iTunes has done some recategorization really? of really? things with how, so that working? how things are categorized. So we are now in a similar category that's kind of shifted a little bit, but we get a chance to climb up higher because Perfect. of the way the new algorithm runs. And so the Perfect. more comments that are in there, the higher we can get and yeah, spread the word that. that married sex is the hotbed for sex because... It is. It is. I agree. <laughs> it, just, it just is. So coming up on today's regular free version of Sexy Merge Radio, um, we're joined by a guest today. Yeah. So in the past, um, we've had a couple different mentions of a, a product named Promescent. Right. So a couple episodes, there's uh, 421, Lasting Longer, and 416, which was on premature ejaculation. Correct. And so after these two episodes... Uh, the CEO of the company that produces Promescent reached out, Jeff Abraham. Perfect. And so he's joining us for the regular version today. Yeah, we're excited. Where about he that. and I just have a conversation about intimacy. And it's a fascinating conversation to hear not only how did this company start, mm-hmm. but more what's the big story of of relationships and being able to overcome the hurdles that we face. Mm. in relationships and it's not just pro it's not a big product driven conversation yeah it's, this is so, not a product push but it's but it's a yeah. great just talking intimacy with jeff abraham uh, is our regular version and on the extended version of sexy marriage radio which is deeper and longer uh, and you can subscribe at smrnation.com pam and i are going to have a conversation about dealing with the changing of the seasons that come along in life and in marriage yeah and so this uh, springboards off of the conversation Jeff and Jeff Abraham and I have, mm-hmm. but also um, we're going to take a little bit of time to pull back the curtain to uh, what is Corey and Pam Allen in some regards mm-hmm. on, on what's kind of been going on with us and some questions and emails that have come in and comments that have come in in the Academy. Yeah. And so that's what's coming up on the extended version. So all that's coming up on today's show. Well, I want to spend uh, a little bit of time with a, Someone that I came across in the podcast world, uh, internet world, that, uh, man, he, he just strikes me as real, and it's a guy named Jeff Abraham, and 
Jeff is the CEO of a company that we'll get to at some point. But the, the main thing is, uh, Jeff, I'm, I'm wanting to bring him on the show for a couple of segments just to we're just going to have some two dudes talking conversations about uh, what are some of the the plight of a man, <laughs> I guess you could say, when you're talking about uh, love and marriage and intimacy and sex and all that that can happen. Because in the quick conversations I've had with Jeff thus far, uh, he's worth listening to. And I think the dialogue could be really good. So, Jeff, thank you so much for joining Sexy Marriage Radio today. It's my pleasure. And so, you know, let, let's just start with uh, the whole idea of uh, when, when you're talking about married life and sex that happens. Um, the one thing that our kind, you and I as males, um, we love if we, we, we get labeled with the we'll talk about it. But when there's maybe something going on that's too vulnerable, too scary, too uncertain, not working right, dysfunctioning, whatever, we won't talk about it. Yes? That's absolutely 100% (laughs) correct. Being the CEO of a company that makes products that aid in intimacy, you can't believe how many times I've had conversations with some of the users of a product that have issues and difficulties, and I'll go, well, you know, you and your partner, how do you like address this? Well, I haven't really discussed it with my partner. <laughs> right. And maybe it's because of my age being 62 or maybe the generation that I grew up in. I don't understand how you can be intimate with someone yet not communicate them with them about issues as important as the actual intimacy you're involved with them. I mean, that's insane, but it, it exists. There's, there's a feeling that sometimes if people have issues that they feel inadequate or shame and it keeps them from bringing up the, the issue up and how do you address something if it's left in the dark or in the in if you suffer in silence well and that's an interesting framework right there just the premise of that that argument that people will have is if i'm trying to have better intimacy with intimacy with somebody but i'm not sharing some of the intimate parts of me how in the world am i going to have intimacy with another person exactly think about it in this fashion if you don't have emotional intimacy why are you even having physical intimacy that's the part I don't get, okay, because to me, call me old-fashioned or whatever, but you don't get to the physical intimacy part until you're emotionally intimate and you have that trust and that bond. So how could you literally be physically intimate and not be able to share what's going on or what's troubling you or issues that you have? It's puzzling. Right. I totally get it because it is, it's the whole package, and that's the thing that's such the marker of what separates married sex from just sex in general is you're talking mm-hmm. about a deeper language. You're talking about a, an entirety of thing, not just an act. That's exactly too many people. And I think there's two reasons that I think this comes about. Number one is the prevalence of porn in today's society. So people have this absolute unrealistic expectation about what intimacy is. And it's not really about intimacy. It's almost like, performance. Number two, I believe that the breakdown and the less religion that exists in our society today has people looking at sex as almost like a spectator sport and not as true intimacy, not truly as relationship oriented. I think that's one thing that church and religion really stresses that you want to have physical intimacy in the context of a committed, loving relationship. And because there are less people that are church going and because there are less people that are religious based right now, that we've lost that feeling of it's part of a whole relationship and look at it as almost like an Olympic event. (laughs) Certain people truly believe 
that it's it's this act unto itself that you meet a stranger and you try to right. impress each other by how good each other is. And that's what leads to lack of communication. You really don't know one another. You shouldn't hmm. be at the point of physical intimacy yet. And sure. so that's why you have those barriers built up. And that's interesting. I want to I want to steer just real quick on the whole idea of sex being a spectator sport, because I think there's a component that happens even in married sex where it's called spectatoring, which is where one person, and we'll just in this case take on the guy, he's focused on performance more than he is the whole experience. And so that's spectatoring. And and we can even that's bring exactly. that Yeah, we can bring that into the into play even in marriage, that it's all about, hey, was that did it culminate the way I wanted? Was this happened? Did she get this? That and it's like, wait, we've you might have missed the dynamic and the interplay between you because you were just focused on technique and form and performance. Yeah. The one thing is, and one of the things that we've as a company tried to emphasize, is intimacy is a couple's thing. Right. It shouldn't be the man going, this is how I perform, and the woman going, well, this is how I'm performing. You should never look at yourself as an individual. If you're really intimate with someone, it should be looked at as the two people both trying to receive mutual beneficially you know, uh, results and yep. have both people pleasure to the maximum of your ability. And if all you're doing is looking at your performance, think about it. You're not even focused on what your partner wants. And this unrealistic expectation, and I think comes from, you know, the liberal access to porn that, that is around these days is that men have this expectation. They have to have a certain size of genitalia. They have to have a certain, you know, everything. And that's absurd because, you know, to me, sex, good sex, and good intimacy is like a pair of pants. How long does it have to be long enough to fit long (laughs) enough so that each partner feels satisfied that each partner gets what they want out of it. And if you take it into a spectator sport, you take the, the, you know, the emotional closeness out of it, you subtract that component, then it literally becomes like taking aerobics or taking, you know, uh, a yoga class or taking a spin class. And it's all about physical exercise. And that shouldn't be what intimacy is about. Right. No, I completely agree. Cause, and this, that's, what's so funny because I think maybe from the outset early on in our conversation, Jeff, we need to at least get into the idea that there are multiple definitions of the word intimacy because intimacy does not always mean sex. Those are absolutely those are intimacy two separate things. Is a closeness. Yeah. Intimacy is a sharing and a closeness and it's being able to be vulnerable emotionally, physically, right. and having the trust in the person you're with that that's not going to be used as a weapon or a tool against you, that you can truly open up to that person. Right. That's what intimacy is all about. And you can have great intimacy and it could never involve an orgasm or involve sexual activity. Right. And that's what, that's and one of the things. I think as a society, we've lost that. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's one of the things that's drawn me to you and your company is because the way you guys have tried to create and seem to be creating uh, a product, uh, products, uh, uh, you know, a company that's aimed at something bigger that truly is based on, hey, it, when we can be real about these kinds of things, we have the possibility of actually creating something more that's not about just how are things working. It's about how am I involved in my own life and in my marriage and in my sex life better and using the yeah. resources available without the shame that's oftentimes associated with it. We have to get the shame out of the equation because 
Believe it or not, even though it's 2019, in some ways the pendulum has swung way too far with, you know, just the way that certain things are accessible even to youngsters. But at the same time, there's still a puritanical nature that exists that we have to address as well, where it, there's a shame, there's a, you know, there's almost like this stigma involved that you can't talk about things. Right. Sex and intimacy is part of life. As part of life, it should be something that people can openly discuss, and yeah. they can do it without feeling guilty, without feeling shame, without embarrassment. You know, I've traveled to Europe many times, and it never seems to amaze me at how much more open Europeans are about intimacy and, right. and sex than Americans are. I don't get it, right. but it's it's a much more positive environment. People can be much more comfortable with their sexuality and their, their needs in an intimacy nature. And the one thing that I always stress to people, because I talk a lot to people that use our product and in some cases their spouses, that type of stuff, because I always encourage when I have these dialogues is I want to talk to both people. And I always tell people that you can literally Take care of yourself the best way from an intimacy standpoint by making sure your partner satisfied. Because if you take the focus off of you, you had mentioned before, where if people are always self-focused, their own performance, their own you know uh, desires, right. their own satisfaction. If you really focus on your partner and you please your partner, trust me, that partner is going to make sure that you are doubly pleasured. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> right. It leads to someone literally saying, wow, I want you to feel the same pleasure you're giving me. So by literally being unselfish, you can guarantee yourself much more pleasure than you can by being selfish, if that makes sense. And you'll have much longer lasting and better relationships. Sure. Okay. And so one of the things that that comes up, because we've talked about – you know, what, what it is, the, the way we found each other, I'll just tell the Sexy Marriage Radio Nation this, the way we found each other is, um, I've mentioned in past episodes, uh, the, one of the products you have, which is Promescent, and mm-hmm. it is it is designed to help desensitize, you're going to have to probably fill in some holes on this, because you're the, you would be the expert <laughs> with this, but let me give you my layman's terms of what I understand with it, is that um, it's it's mainly, it's really aimed at helping with premature ejaculation and also just the experience of lasting longer. It's a, it's a topical spray that goes on the te- the tip of the, the tip of the penis that helps desensitize a little bit. It's absorbed well, so it does not pass to your partner and their vagina, which desensitizes them. And that changes the whole ball game because you don't want, most women don't want desensitization there. Um, so no, absolutely. So the, because of our mentioning it, which is via a conversation Ian Kerner brought up on, on an episode of Sexy Marriage Radio, and then we've mentioned it in the past, and now, now we've got you on the air. And so just so the Sexy Marriage Radio Nation knows what we're talking about, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, let me fill in a couple gaps just Go. real quickly. We found you on a Google alert because Ian, who's a very strong supporter of ours, and he found the efficacy to be very good, and some of his patients told him how well it worked, got in touch with us. So we have a Google alert on Promescent Ian Kerner, and it came up. We're like, whoa. (laughs) So we listened to a couple of the podcasts, and we go, this aligns very closely to what we want to do, which was bring it to couples in a very classic, but also an informative nature. When you say that we don't 
uh, transfer. There have been other products that were similar delay sprays in the past. And the issue, and this is what we need people to understand, is we have a patented formula that is eutectic. Eutectic means we change the crystalline structure of lidocaine from a solid to an oil aqueous solution. When it does that, it penetrates the dermis or outer layer of the skin. So it goes subdermal, meaning yep. the man still has a higher degree of surface sensitivity. And after applying it, you wait eight minutes, eight to t- 10 minutes, and it doesn't transfer to the female partner. Because let's face it, you still want to feel the pleasure. Yeah. If you're numb and your partner's numb, and you go, I lasted for you know, 20, 25 minutes, but it felt like we were taking aerobics, no one felt anything, that <laughs> kind of defeats the purpose. Right. So you still want to feel the pleasure and you want to feel you know, the, the great feeling that intimacy is, but at the same time, and here's one thing that's very important that people don't understand. Let's step out of the realm of premature ejaculation. Let's talk about the normal half average adult male. Okay. The, this is someone has no issues. The average normal healthy adult male lasts five minutes and 42 seconds of actual penetration or thrusting during intercourse. The average female takes 18 minutes to achieve climax through right. intercourse. So, Ian Kerner, Dr. Laura Berman, people like that will tell you that's called the arousal gap. Even in healthy couples, there exists this gap between a man having a satisfactory experience in intimacy and a woman achieving, you know, right. uh, climax. Right. So that's why there's 10 trillion vibrators in the world. Guys stop, start, think about baseball scores, you know, yep. all these kind of things. And guys will tell you they have this little guy on their shoulder going, oh, please, please, oh, I hope she doesn't get on top. Oh, you know, like those are all issues that people just assume that you have to deal with all those you know, little idiosyncrasies that happen during intimacy. So the founder of this company decided, this was in 2009, he was a urologist at Hogue Hospital, Newport Beach, that when people come to see him for ED, he had Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, Trimix, you know, injections, all kind of things. They came to see him for prostate issues. He had four to five solutions. They came to see him for incontinence. He had four to five solutions. Right. They come to see him for PE. It'd be like, hey, you're on your own. Right. <laughs> Either that or you get numbed up and no one feels anything. So he developed this product, and we've grown substantially, and we continue to grow because this product has good efficacy and it works. But we've tried to differentiate ourselves to be a couples therapy. And you see even the names. I wish I was making this up. The other products that are out there, Stud 100, Do Me Long and Hard, those are actual names of products. That's so distasteful because it, it has this caveman chest beating you know, kind of image of, well, let me like hop on you and pound away. This isn't what this is about. This is about getting couples to achieve a higher degree of intimacy and have better intimacy. And so we've taken that approach and we try to align ourselves with the Ian Kerners of the world, people like yourself that have measured intelligent conversations with people truly looking to have better intimacy. So this is our lifeblood. This is how we reach people that truly need our products. So we're very appreciative for opportunities like this. Absolutely. And that's what makes the whole world better. I think if we can all connect on a deeper level, specifically in our marriages, man, everything else just gets in such better balance. Well, I'll tell you this, and this is just reality. Even when you're in a deeply, highly committed relationship and it's spiritually based and you both live the right way and do the right things. Can anyone really tell me that 
the marriage isn't taken to another another level by better intimacy. Right. Or conversely, if there are issues or struggles in the intimacy area and they're not addressed, that, that doesn't put kind of a damper on your relationship. I don't think it's real to think that intimacy isn't an important part of any relationship. So in that you know, context, it's very important to address issues when they come up and to give people, just like people want to, you know, be as fit as possible. People want to be as attractive for their partner as possible. People should also want, you know, to be as, as, you know, physically pleasing to their partner as possible and have the highest degree of intimacy and satisfaction. Right. So that's what it's all about. Right. And that's the paradox right there, Jeff, that the way you're framing it is, I think we all want the deeper intimacy in life. I think that's kind of a human state of things. But yet, yes. what I don't recognize is my ability to really taste that depth of intimacy means my willingness to be vulnerable about the things that trip me up and get in my way and my shortcomings and my longings and my desires, where I start to expose all of that rather than hide it and hope that my partner doesn't pick up on it. Exactly. And to me, we need to get back to a point in society where if you're not, you know, emotionally intimate with someone, you shouldn't be physically intimate. That's really the key is it should come from a point of strength to where you've shown vulnerability and realized it won't be used against you. You've shown vulnerability and your partner is accepting and even supportive of the vulnerabilities you have. Because let's face it, everybody, when things are going really well and you're on top of your game, it's very easy to be supportive. You find out truly the depths of a relationship and the strength of a relationship when you have struggles. Yes. And you know that that person is there for you and the person isn't just there when things are going well and they're going to abandon you or, you know, not be quite as into it, you know, during tough times because in any relationship of any length, you're going to have peaks and valleys and ups and downs. And you know, you truly have found a potential partner when their support and their love is unwavering. Right. Right. When they, when they meet your level of intimacy with theirs. Yes, yeah, correct. I get it. And you know what I found in my relationships is it's crazy. And when you open up to someone, that leads them to opening up to you. Mm-hmm. Because somebody has to be the first one to show vulnerability. Yep. Somebody has to be the first one to say, I hope I'm not judged. And, you know, in reality... You shouldn't really fear that, and you shouldn't be apprehensive about that, because if you show vulnerability and it drives the other person away, why not find out sooner rather than right. later, because it's not <laughs> going to be a long-term relationship anyhow. Right. Uh, yeah, there's, there and, is. You know, a- I, call that living, I call that living in your fears, Yeah. and that means that you have this fear of being vulnerable or being real will lead to rejection. Why postpone it? Well, I- why don't you find out? Because if you truly want a magnanimous relationship, one that's going to be hopefully maybe even, you know, lasting the rest of your life or a significant portion of your life, why not get to the point where you realize and recognize that as soon as possible? No, so if it's not, it. you can both move on. If it is, you can get to that higher level of intimacy. No, I get it. And that's the whole point. I mean, Brene Brown talks about that very thing of intimacy begets intimacy or vulnerability. Correct. Actually, let me, I, re, I totally butchered that. Vulnerability begets vulnerability. <laughs> That's the phrase that she yes. has, <laughs> and it takes one person but if you think about it, to take the, the same take the thing. Risk. Yep. Vulnerability and intimacy are the same thing. You can't be intimate without being vulnerable. Okay, I'll go with that because that's part of it. Yeah, because there's no one that is invulnerable. There's no one that doesn't have certain 
you know, areas of apprehension and certain strengths and certain weaknesses. No one. Right. I, if you're human, that means you're a collection of strengths and weaknesses. And what you want to do is you want to find someone that really admires the strengths that you have. You want to find someone that truly, you know, the strengths that you have are things that are critical to them. And maybe some of the vulnerabilities or weaknesses you have aren't that important to the other person. And they're certainly willing or able to overlook them. Right. And that's what it's about when you look for a partner. The things that they excel at are things that are important to you. And maybe some of the weaknesses they have aren't really an issue for you. Oh, absolutely. Because I think that that's where we all become better. And it truly is the whole, like we believe here at Sexy Marriage Radio, marriage is designed to help us grow up. So it's not to complete us, like Hollywood and Jerry Maguire would say. It's about it's about showing myself myself and how I need to grow up and evolve and continue to lean into life and the challenge therein. And that's yes. how I create something even better. That's how I feel. When it, that line came out of Jerry Maguire, you complete me. I never understood that. Because to me, you have to be a complete individual before you go find a partner, and they have to be a complete individual. And you come together in strength because yep. two of you know there are other options, but you want to be with that person. Right. Just the phrase, you complete me, means without you, I'm incomplete. Yeah. So if I would have never found you, I would have went through life incomplete. <laughs> you know, I, Not I, at all. I, Maybe I was too deep in analyzing that, but no, I went, wait a second. You know what I mean? Like, not at it all. It sounded good at the line, but upon closer examination, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> so, Jeff, we've talked about your company a little bit. I want the Sexy Marriage Radio Nation to know how do they find what it is that you guys do because you offer a great service that needs to be uh, taken advantage of, especially when needed and beneficial as a resource in your marriage because it's not something to shy away from. It, we have a website. It's www.promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T, www.promescent.com. We also have many retail outlets. And if you go there and you'd rather, instead of buying it on a website, you'd rather you know buy it from a retail outlet, then you can plug in your zip code. It'll show you all of the pharmacies in your area that carry it. Some are national chains, some are local chains. We're also on Amazon. We're the number one best-selling sexual enhancement product. Uh, product on Amazon, and we're obviously very proud well of that. Done. We're on Walmart.com, but the best place to start because there's a lot of educational videos and there's a lot of information. And the full line of products is on Promescent.com. This company initially started as a delay spray, and it was phenomenal. It's the best of breed. It's the best product on the market. And after a couple of years in business, we found this is you'll laugh when I tell you this. I wish I could say I was a visionary and I was really intelligent and I <laughs> I had this vision, but. A lot of people came to us and said, hey, can you recommend the lube? Can you guys carry a lube? Because when you're only intimate for 80 seconds or a minute, and all of a sudden you go to 10 minutes, you go, well, I didn't think I needed lube before. Now right. I do. So then we started carrying a line of lubes, and they really took off. So we had people then say, well, I'm coming here getting my lubes and my you know, uh, promescent. We need some condoms. So we developed a line of condoms. And then a lot of people said, well, the 8 to 10 minutes – that, you know, I spray on the promescent, I'm waiting, I need foreplay. So, you know, can you recommend a good vibrator? And they go, why don't you carry one? So we went out and partnered with a company and developed a proprietary vibrator. We just recently added another line, which is another proprietary product, which is growing exponentially. I call it a mini promescent. It's called Vitaflux. It's an endothelium product that the endothelium layer is something in your, in your blood vessels that keep certain things in and certain things out okay. and, and the bad things out, the good things in. 
And this was developed at the University of Baylor Medical Center, and it is a phenomenal product. It boosts circulation, which in turn gives you a better quality of erections. It increases libido, but it has many non-sexual benefits, like it increases your ability to recover from workouts, and it has been a phenomenal product that we've added. So www.promescent.com has become this clearinghouse for intimacy needs, Perfect. and we're constantly on the lookout for additional products that complement one another and you know just enhance the whole intimacy experience. Well, and that's I, uh, kudos to you guys for for being on the forefront in some areas, but also just being willing to step in in a a much more wholesome, classy way <laughs> to try to deal with this subject. That it's not just an act; it's an experience with with two I with two human you for beings. Realizing that, and one of the things that I have as a mission for our company that we're going to be an elegant company. When you go to our website, you'll see the way things are presented. We have an advisory board of some of the top sexual urologists in the world, people like Ian Kerner, people like Laura Berman, and you see the way it's presented and you see what we do. It's just different. It's all about intimacy. It's not about sex. It's all about couples. It's not about individuals. As long as I run this company, that mission will never waver. We will never get down in the gutter. We will never be about anything other than communication and couples achieving the highest degree of intimacy possible, but in the right way. Well done, Jeff. I have to applaud that. And uh, man, I thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with Sexy Marriage Radio Nation today, man. It was my pleasure. Thank you. And we're going to leave it at that. Wonderful. That is wonderful. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. I hope you guys have a great beginning of September coming up here. Man, it's amazing that the summer's over, schools are in session, and yet another season is changing. Here we are. And so how do we adjust to make the most of this chapter? Let us know what you do. 214-702-9565 or whatever bumps you have along the way. We want to be a sounding board to help. Well, this has been Sexy Merge Radio. Wherever you are, whatever you've been doing, thanks for taking some time out of your week to spend it with us. We'll see you next time.